Welcome to Game Study Hall. Hide your DS in a book and act like you're working. Tonight, the Dan and Guy Power Hour. We have an intro. And we're going to talk about unlocking things in games and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. So yeah, so you, you had suggested Ultimate. Um, yes. And I started playing it with one of my flatmates, which I, had, was, I was texting you about the like weird mechanism of unlocking things. And then you said you had a whole bunch of things to say, but wouldn't tell me yes. because you're holding it for this. So I want to hear. Yes. All right. So obviously Smash Brothers came out like at this point, like over a year and a half ago, but I've got a, I really like this game. I've put like 400 something hours into it more than any other uh, Smash, more than any other Switch game. This is his former president of a, of a Smash club? or I, I was never, I was the treasurer and then the historian. I was never the president. The president was a ceremonial role. The treasurer was one that did all the work. Yeah, historian. Fuck, man. What does that do? Uh, basically everything, because the treasurer wasn't doing anything. See, the treasurer is the one that signs the money. Anyway, but, uh, so yeah, so really cool. I'm, yes, I I'm, don't like Smash Brothers. I like Ultimate the best of the Smash Brothers. Right. Well, that's why because I, I, this is I want to talk about this. I'm prepared to say. I think Smash Brothers Ultimate is the best Smash Brothers, better than Melee. I mean, I here's, definitely agree with you. And here's why: Smash Brothers appeals. People say it's like casuals and hardcore players, but it's not. It's there's basically three classes of players that play Smash Brothers. You got your casuals. These are the ones playing like all items on, all stages on. They're just the multiplayer. They're having fun. You have the professionals, which are the people playing like one v one, serious competitive rule sets for money. And then you have the serious players, which are the people playing, like, 1v1 serious competitive rule sets, but not for money. They're just, they're, like, you know, they're playing... It, it, does that mean, you know what I mean? I yeah, don't they're, know. they're playing to get better than their friends. Yes, they're playing to get better than their friends, they're playing the competitive side, but, you know, they're bad at the game. Not bad, but, like, I'm bad, you're bad, everyone's bad at the game. There's always, you're gonna be making mistakes unless you're playing at that professional level where you're not making mistakes. So, like, these people, they... They're playing the competitive rule set, but not at the level where they could be playing competitively, professionally. And I think for the casuals, right, every Smash Brothers game has just been better than the other, because it's just like, just more characters, more stages, right? Like, they, they, they liked Brawl better than Melee, because there's just more. They liked Smash 4 better than Brawl, because there's just more, right? And that, I think that's where you fall in. Even though you are very good at the game, you don't play it seriously, you play it for fun. And so for you, it's just, hey, there's more characters to pick from. Hey, there's more stages, right? Am I Yeah, am no, I wrong? I've only played it in a scenario where I'm, like, hanging out with friends. In which yes. case, you know, the, like, Piranha Plant versus Guy from Castlevania is a, you know, like, it's just fun. Like, oh, I'll be this random character I've never heard of. What game is this even from? Yes. Richter is from uh, Rondo of Blood and Wait, uh, Symphony in the Night. I think Rondo of Blood's the only one I played. Are you serious? That's so weird. PlayStation 2? I, maybe it got ported. I, I want to say it was like in a obscure system only in Japan when it came out. So the, the only Castlevania I played was on the PlayStation 2. It was like faux 3D kind of. And you could unlock a tiny little like pumpkin homunculus that squeaked all the time. So we would just play it a bunch. To unlock the squeaking pumpkin and then plays the squeaking. It wasn't a good game, but it's the only one I played. 
Oh. I mean, other than the original, like, way, way back. Yeah, the one Simon is from, who is also in Smash Brothers. Yeah, but isn't... Right, right, there's the two, like, identical Castlevania Yeah, characters. it's... The one character is just, like, a, a copy of the other one. To have, like, to have this late in the game, to add, like, a copy character. No, I mean, I think that was their whole thing. They were basically saying, like, we can add these characters. They're, it's really easy for us to add these characters that are exact copies of others, so why not just add in Dark Samus? Oh, right, because then you Samus. get later, like, the next game, change the moveset. Or even just, like, fans really like this character. We don't want to put the time to do any work, but, you know... With Richter, it was probably just because, like, if you look at, like, polls of characters and popularity, like, Simon isn't the most popular Castlevania character. He's not is even, it, like, the... Is Richter? No, it's Alucard. Right, right. The main he's, character he's from, from Symphony of the Night. From, he's from the best game, yeah. And then Richter, who was in that game, it's like, you know... Wait, is it it's... the best game? Like, I, I know it's supposed to be, like, really good, but... Of the Castlevanias I've played, it is the best... And as far as I can tell, other people have that same, uh, other people have that same sentiment that, yes, this is the best one. Perhaps, I have not played every single Castlevania, perhaps some of them are better, but none of the ones I've played are better than Symphony of the Night. I mean, I mean not play, like, I played a little of Symphony, but like, having not played all the other ones, I don't, I mean, I'm not surprised based on the way people talk about it. But no, because with Ultimate, okay, but with Ultimate... Right, just like I started playing it, because um, you, you'd mentioned it, I have it in the house. We started playing it, and like I, I really like in Smash, the like oh you know new, new challenge approaches and like fight and unlock that character. Yeah, that when it, the day it first came out, we had a party over at my house and we just all played it. Like we basically set it so we were playing two and a half minute matches because every ten minutes is when a character is like unlockable. So we we're just like. Whoever was winning every fourth match would have to fight the NPC or the CPUs, and that was also before the patch that nerfed them, because the CPUs would be level nine at first. So, like about a third of the time, just we weren't even unlocking a character. <laughs> the person would fail. I mean, that, that's fun. Like I, I like that element. So, like I was playing with my flatmate, which are like picking random characters. Like who is this? I don't even know what his moveset is. And then one of us inevitably would win, of course, and then that person would have to fight the CPU. It didn't always go well. Like, um, that's fun? I mean, sort of-ish. Because I had it at a party, it was fun. I could see maybe having to go do that yourself, it would be not as fun. Right, if, yeah, if you were, like, playing by yourself, you just wanted to play with your favorite character, and it's behind this wall. Like, well, I mean, I, I also get around that with, like, almost all my favorite and good characters I'm good at are, like, in the base eight, because I've been playing this game for a long time. Like, who do I play? I play Samus, I play Link, I play Kirby. G give me the game with nothing unlocked. Oh, no, three of my mains are available. How's well, God right, going to get like, out of this one? You know, they know it's your favorite character. You're like, even if you're not going to name them, you still want to play as them. Right? So, like... Yeah, like that being stuck behind a wall that you don't want to participate in would suck. I feel like I texted you something about this, and now for the life of me, I cannot remember what I was even complaining about. Like, well, so Smash Four had this kind of interesting, and in that the the 3DS version you had to unlock almost everything. The Wii U version, because it came out like two months after, they basically uh, 
they like kind of knew, hey, by now people are going to like not want to unlock everything, so we're going to give you almost everything unlocked by default. Like there was only like maybe four or five characters you wanted to unlock in the uh Wii U version. Oh, right. I want to finish talking about to the the like why I think it's better for so like for, you know, professional players, right? Yes, the people at the absolute top of top of melee that can press all of the like frame perfect inputs, they will probably like melee better than Smash 4 because it will give them slightly better control over their character with like minor micro spacing with wave dashing and everything and you know, no buffered anything. You have to be frame perfect. But for like serious players that maybe don't have frame perfect inputs every single frame for like five minutes, Smash 4 is, or Smash Ultimate is a lot more uh, forgiving. Furthermore, one of the things I really like the style in Ultimate is back in, like, let's say, Melee, if you hit someone off the ledge, what, what do you do? You then jump on the ledge yourself and wait for them to approach and you just roll up and they, they miss, right? Because yes, very few I... people even... Not in Melee, you don't have to. People's recoveries are so bad in Melee, most characters can't make it back without using the ledge. Like, Fox, Falco, maybe not even Falco. Like, most characters in Melee, they don't have the best recovery, right? No, yeah, like it. Yeah, so like just you hanging on the ledge and rolling up when they get close to you, it's like, well, they die. Whereas in Ultimate, if you hit someone off the ledge, unless you kill them with it, they're coming back. Even Ganondorf can come back from just about anything, and this is good because it promotes you. Don't, you can't just hit them off the ledge like and win one interaction. You then need to go off the stage and interrupt their recovery. You need to. It's not just you have to hit them once, and then you have to follow it up, and you have to yeah, go off stage. Yeah, you need to maintain control. Yes, but that also, that's high risk, because when you're off stage, they can just as easily turn it around on you and hit you down or hit you back, and then, oops, now yeah. you're dead. Like it, it, it sounds like you're pretty definitively confirming that it is better than Melee. I'm, I'm saying that I like that aspect of you can't you don't just need to win one interaction. You need to win one interaction, follow it up, and play well, and if you mess up, you could you could end up losing like it's it rewards aggressive play instead of defensive play which was an issue with smash 4 where optimal play was just sit in your shield and wait for them to come to them come to you yeah i don't know i mean like having i don't know if i played all of it i think i must have you mean smash 4 whichever one was after brawl yeah that was smash 4 and this is smash ultimate's the newest one yes right five Yes, Smash this 4? is Smash Five. Um, yeah, no, I'm like, because even, I mean, even playing against someone else who, like, put very little time into it, like I had, the matches still felt way more interesting than matches I had in other games yes, against similar skilled opponents because, like, it's a lot. This game plays a lot faster. Like when you hit someone, they fly back. And there's less idle like, time. Yes. Right? Like, even just like when you hit someone, they get knocked back. They don't go back, like, slow. They go back really fast and lose all their momentum. And the first, like, week of playing, it's like, wow, this is so goofy, I hate it. And now you go back and you watch, like, a video of an old Smash Brothers, and it's like, the characters move so slow. Like, you hit someone, and then, like, two seconds later, they stop flying. In Ultimate, it's just like, you hit them, and then they're back on stage. Like, it's... This well, is a game about going to, fast. Yeah, you have to stay on top of it, otherwise they're just going to recover, and you're just fighting them again. Exactly. Right. And, like, there's also just, like, other things, too, that I like. Like, I like the, uh, they've done a really good job with, like, balance patches, which, again, this is the thing that I say, like, 
it rewards the serious players. Like, the characters that are bad, they've got buffs. They're not, like, buffed to be overpowered, but they got some buffs. And, you know, also, you can play online, and yes, online in Ultimate is actually terrible. Like, it's goofy, the rule set's goofy, but it's at least a thing. Like, I don't need to go get an emulator and get a USB to GameCube thing and, like, play on... A... Like, yes, there is Melee Netplay, but it's it's janky and goofy to set up. You know what I mean? Yeah, wait, is there actually Netplay for Melee? Hold on. Yes, uh, but you have to use the Dolphin emulator, and it's just, it's a lot of work. Yeah, I and mean, there's... And I think, I love that there are a ton of services to create that play where it would otherwise not exist or be dead. I mean, like Melee or, um, was it Game Ranger, where you, like, host servers for games that had their official servers die? But, like, still, it's, it's still, like, I have to go putz around with an emulator and netplay in order to play Melee online. With Ultimate Online, you just connect and play, and, like, yeah... There's got a whole bunch of problems with rules that are, like, I've complained about this a lot. Like, you know, there's no guarantee you'll get your exact rule set, because you have to just have preferred rules. But, like, at this point, it's kind of like the only people still playing, the the community kind of, like, balance its way down to, like, yes, this is the three-stock, max time, final destination, or battlefield. Like, yeah, the first month when, like, everyone was trying goofy rule sets, and it was just, like, that was annoying. But at this point, the only people playing have kind of, like, community settled into, if you play with these rule sets, you'll get serious players. If you don't play with these rule sets, who knows what you're getting. Wait, do people still really default into Battlefield and Final Destination? Well, online, you can either pick uh, always always Final Destination, always Battlefield. And there's Final Destination and Battlefield variants of every stage, so you still get, like, different music, different backgrounds. But they're 100% identical sizes. Or you can do hazardless, which was a cool thing that was added, but it's not really useful online because, like, some stages without hazards are completely fine and, like, they're competitive. Like, remember Smashville from Brawl? Like, just the middle platform moves back and forth, or, like, yeah. uh, Kalos Pokemon Stadium from uh, Smash 4. Like, there are stages that it's like, yeah, there's like two or three platforms, a flat middle platform, nice, neutral, good for fighting. And then with hazards on, Half the time, like, a dragon flies in, and the stage gets cut up, and there's explosions, and it's not good for fighting, right? You're well, fighting the stage. The, for casuals, for casuals, that's crazy fun. But for serious players who are trying to play competitively, that's not fun. They want to fight each other. They don't want to fight the stage. Right, they, they, don't, they don't want to engage with the game. Yes, they don't want I, RNG. There is, want... no, there is no defensible position that says not having those things is more inventive. It's... They're random, right? You're trying to it's eliminate... It's because you know what they're going to do. No, but, like, if it's something spawns, it randomly targets one player. Well, okay, you know? Right, the things that target people, yeah, you wouldn't play with those. But the ones where, like, the stage splits in half, or the stage reverses. Yeah, but, like, what if it's like, hey, when the stage splits in half, these, you know, ten characters suddenly are garbage and unplayably bad, like... Yeah, but there are characters that are at a disadvantage in Final Destination... Not that, not many. Like, the, which I know you're about to say, like, oh, what about you know, uh, spammers and everything? They have changed the way, like, shields work. And, you know, a lot of, like, spammy attacks just have, like, very long cooldowns to the point where, you know, a Samus running to one side of Final Destination versus, say, like, a Marth, that Marth is going to close in within, like, the time of one missile. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm not saying it's insurmountable, but 
every character has its strengths and weaknesses. Yes, but there's they're not at such a disadvantage that like oh, Final Destination is crazy broken. I mean, like, is there is there a stage that has a non-targeting hazard that completely nullifies a character? Um. There's a lot, probably. I mean, well, well I mean, like, I'm sure there's a bunch that would be terrible. You just okay. You know, you F zero, uh, F zero, the what's it called? The like, big blue. Because there are some characters where they're too slow, where if they touch the ground, they're immediately dead. There are other characters where if they touch the ground, they just jump off, right? And that's, but that, I mean, that's a perfect example of a stage that, like, yeah, that would be a terrible one in competitive. But like the, you know, the Pokemon one where it's like the under, like it splits in half and it like slants or whatever yeah like, why can't that be a stage um well i mean there's also things like stages with like walls there are characters that can have like infinite combos against a wall and you can say like a whole you know and there are stages where it's like this stage will now have a wall with hazards on or hazards off you know what i mean like there's just there's a lot of broken stuff i mean it seems like a flaw in the maps and then like Yes, I mean, it's because in a four-player game with items on, you're never going to be able to pull off that perfect infinite because there's going to be too much random nonsense going on or someone else will attack you. In a 1v1, no-items, serious scenario, yes, you can absolutely pull off an infinite against someone against a wall. But then, I mean, but that's, that's the competition. Don't get caught in that infinite. Right, well, then that's degenerative. Like, that's not fun to watch, that's not fun to play. It's, I sure hope... I mean, if you want to play that, why not just go play Smash 64, where every character can zero to death someone because of how long hit stun is, and it becomes just a game of like, oh, you got the no, first hit off me, coin flip. Not, it's not even remotely comparable. I'm saying that. I'm saying the, that having two high-level players who don't just have to think about what the opponent's doing, but also their environment. And I'm saying, for the purposes of playing, you know, if you're going to play a controlled tournament. Yes, you can do hazards off with like an enumerated set of stages. Like, hey, these ten stages are the legal stages. You can pick from these ten, and they're all the good ones. Where, you know, they're just a platform plus a big platform with some smaller platforms and a different layout. But if you're playing online, you got like a four-fifths chance that you're going to get a goofy stage, even with hazards off. And that's the flaw of the online. Like, that's not... Yes, yeah, so I'm just saying, like, this is one of the problems that... But again, at this point, it's not a flaw, because... Like, I mean, if competitive is nothing but Final Destination Battlefield, why aren't you just playing Street Fighter? Well, it's not just Final Destination Battlefield, it's... You know, it could also be Smashville, it could be Town and City, it could be Pokemon Stadium 2, it could be Yoshi's Story, it could be uh, Yoshi's Island Brawl, it could be... Uh, oh, God, what's the one that everyone hates? Lilac Cruise? Remember Lilac Cruise from Brawl? That was the, uh, that the, 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 the Star Fox space one where you get stuck underneath it all the time. They finally fixed that too, so now you very rarely get stuck underneath it. Most of the time you grab the ledge. It's still wait, terrible. Wait, is Lilat the one where it's coming, your Grace Locks is flying towards the screen or sideways? No, no, that's you're thinking of Melee. That's uh, Venom and Corneria. Lilac Cruise is the one where you're on just a ship flying around, and there's like different Star Fox battles in the background, and then you fly through a warp, and there's a different Star Fox battle, and like different set pieces from different Star Fox things. But oh, the ship itself has like weird slants on near the edge, so like you know, physics stuff will just roll off, and you'll try to grab the ledge, and you'll get stuck underneath because the ledge is like hooking down. And I hate that level. But yeah, the, the, the point is, right, 
Like, there's, there's more engaging gameplay for serious players, because you have to press your advantage once you get it. You can't just, like, win one thing. Like, ha, I got lucky, and now you're dead. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easier online. It's better for casuals. And even for professionals, like, there's a lot of tournaments. I think that outside of a very small band of people, like, if you're a 100% top-end melee player, yeah, you're going to prefer melee. Fine, good for you. Because you have so much time invested in learning it. Yes, but I think for the vast majority of players, Ultimate's better. I think Ultimate is better for those melee players, except that they're refusing to learn the new game. I mean, do you really want to go put 2,000 hours or 10,000 hours into something when you're already a master of one thing? No, no, of course not, which is why they have incentive to not switch. Yeah. But But it's still a better game. I'm saying, like, Ultimate. going forwards, right, if someone, if some new punk kid says, I want to get into Smash, right, back during the Brawl era, if they said, I want to get into Smash competitively, it's like, well, then go play Melee. If something during the Smash 4 era, someone says, I want to get into Smash competitively, it's like, well, then go play Melee. If some young punk kid says, I want to get into Smash competitively, it's like, well, just go get into Ultimate. That's yeah. such a weird statement anyway. <laughs> You know, I mean, I mean, it's problematic though, right? Because it's competing with so many things in a competitive sense that, like, dividing this player base seems counterintuitive. I mean, I, I don't. Although I think it's the, really the different. melee players will never be competitive in ultimate, even if they tried. So it, there's no incentive. I mean, to some of them are these. right. Like the 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 one guy that plays Jigglypuff, the best melee player. Like he plays ultimate at a level where like i don't think he wins tournaments but he at least can attend them and like you know do well yeah right but he's not in the like at upper echelon he's in melee and he never yeah. will be in ultimate because he yeah he devoted has... enough practice time to it right yeah exactly because he's also probably like 30 at this point because like you know melee has been around for 20 years i guess it has hasn't it uh yeah it's gonna, uh actually no it was 2001 it was like December 2001, so it's like 18 and a half years. Yeah, melee is uh, a legal adult. Terrifying. Yes. Don't let it vote. Send it. Send it to the war. <laughs> Although, yeah, do a bunch of weapons in there. Take a ray gun. Items. Fucking like capsules. Yeah. But yeah, in terms of like unlocking things, so here's a here's another counterpoint to unlocking things. So obviously, uh, Shovel Knight Treasure Trove finally finished. Shovel Knight the King Knight expansion came out. Another ten out of ten game. And uh, one of the things they had too was Shovel Knight Showdown. Have you heard of this? No. It's basically Shovel Knight Smash Brothers. Like it doesn't play exactly like Smash Brothers, but you know it's a, it's a platform fighter. And one of the things I really liked, I like actually kind of liked it. It's a surprisingly fun single player for a fighting game. And, you know, I'm not sure how super balanced it is competitively. Like, I didn't really get a chance to play it no, that scale much. Street Fighter to Sonic the Fighters. It definitely leans closer to Sonic the Fighters, I can tell you that. Right? It's not getting balance updates. No, and it's pretty uh, jank. Bark the Polar Bears. You know, there's like an official... Uh, like Sonic the Fighters tier list. I mean, there's a. I'm sure there's a tier list for everything. Yeah, Bark the Polar Bear is in fact bottom tier. Really? Yeah. Uh, he's just like slow 
and he gets stuck in like yeah, everything. I, get, I mean, yeah, I can totally see the like the stun lock. Yeah, that's the, it's kind of like it's sufficiently good players will just chain grab him or stun lock him. You know, you say this, but knuckles. Yeah, knuckles. Uh, knuckles is top tier. I don't believe that. He's. I, I don't remember. Got, he's got the combos. The game, but yeah. who's this coyote? The who knack the knack the weasel or fang the sniper? Oh yeah, wait, where the fuck's the chameleon? Uh, SPO the chameleon. That's oh, a good question. What am I thinking? I don't know. I, mean, I thought it was like, whatever. Knuckles is top tier? And Bark and Amy are low tier? I don't believe this. Oh, that's too bad. I don't remember what Knuckles does. Uh, he combos you. He, does, he doesn't, unlike Sonic, he doesn't chuckle. He'd rather use his Knuckles. Is this is this a quote from something? Uh, yeah, it's Knuckles theme song in Sonic Adventure. It had like the weird lyrics, and it's like, "Here I come, better than the best of them." Unlike Sonic, I don't chuckle. I'd rather use my knuckles. So, there are a whole bunch of different tier lists, and none of them are even remotely the same. Yeah, well, you know, that's what you get when there's a game that only has like 900 players worldwide. <laughs> Oh, right, so Shovel Knight Showdown. Um, so there's a thing in that where basically it has like a cheat code that can unlock everything right from the start. And normally everything's unlocked by doing achievements, but the cool thing is when you unlock, it still... Bless you. It still leaves the... Uh, like the achievements have like a little blue thing instead of a yellow one, so you can still go back through and do them yourself. But like it just gives you all the characters, all the stages, everything unlocked right from the start. And I, I think that's a really cool concept of like a, an unlock everything button for like a fighting game. Because like most of the time, like yeah, the first time you play a game, it's fun. You're gonna do it yourself. But like if God forbid I lost my Smash Brothers data and it wasn't like backed up because of Nintendo Online, and it's like oh great, I need to re-unlock everything to like play Smash again. Because that's what happened with my Melee data when I was a kid. Like, I had everything unlocked in Melee. I had 248 of the 249 trophies. The one trophy I didn't have was the one where you had to have a save file from a different game on it. And, like, it was just because I couldn't rent that game at Blockbuster because I didn't have it. And, uh, yeah, then I was moving my save data from one memory card to another, and I accidentally hit Erase. Sure. But, like, for I the purposes of, like... Stuff too. Yeah, like, remember when we had to unlock stuff? We had, like, a fresh Wii, and we had to unlock the Brawl, like, the day before a tournament for Smash Club, because we needed to have, like, another Wii to play it on? Like, it's just, like, it's annoying to have to unlock everything for a game. They're, it's nice, especially in, like, a fighting game or any sort of competitive game. If a game's going to use competitively, just have an unlock all button. The players playing it for the first time, they can play it for fun. You know, the people that are just like, this is my third game, I just need it unlocked, they can do that. If the people really don't care, just let them unlock. They're not hurting anyone. The whole point of this game, like, it's a multiplayer-centric game. Which is kind of like, really, I wish Pokemon would have this. Like, I wish I wouldn't have to invest 10, 20, 30 hours into a Pokemon game just to get to end game to start, like, breeding, leveling, getting my party ready. It's like, people wonder why people still hack and cheat at Pokemon. They wonder why Showdown's so popular. 
It's like, oh, you mean I can have the fun part of Pokemon, the battling, without the 30 hours of, like, spamming A to get through cutscenes because of the professor? It's like, come unplug my toilet. Here's a Pokedex, Sonny. Yeah, that's, you know, that's exactly what, like, I enjoy unlocking things in Smash, but if I had to do it, I would be fear like it's yeah, the, sort the of first thing that I would the first time you do it, it's fun. Game. Yes, the first time you do it, it's fun, especially if it's like in a in an environment with like oh, these are, I'm playing it with my friends. But like, if it's I just need this done, it's the most annoying thing ever. Well, I mean, it's not even that. It's like anyone who would enjoy it is going to do it. Anyone who isn't going to enjoy it is never going to enjoy it. So making them do it is only going to result in, like, negative emotion. Right? Because, like, if you enjoy unlocking stuff, even if it comes with, like, a button, like a big red button that's pushing me to unlock everything, you'll be, no, I, you know, I, I enjoy this, you know, other aspect of it. But if you're someone like me who 99% of the time hates that, that like, they'll just be... I won't even engage. Like, I've uninstalled games for much less. Actually, I've returned games for much less. And I really wish I had a good example of, like, the last... Should I think of the last game I returned? It was pretty recent. I mean, who buys... Who buys games that can be returned these days? Steam? You can return stuff on Steam. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, as long as you haven't played yeah, it. As I feel long like... as you haven't had it for, like, two weeks or you've played it for three hours. I feel like I'm just very judicious with my purchases to the point where it's like I only really buy games that I know I'm going to play and beat. So right, like, you're trying, but you're trying to keep your backlog. My backlog is so high, and there's no reason for me to even try to minimize it. Yeah, but it's like also like the vast majority of games I don't like. So it's like you know why even bother buying it? Yeah, you know, that's I could think that, but I really, I just I keep hoping they won't be terrible. Abandon all hope. Just, just stick to Counter Strike. Yeah, exactly. I can't believe I, I've gone back to playing Counter Strike again. How's how's it feel to uh to see back into, into the ways? It feels terrible. Yeah. It's like I'm not good anymore. It's been so long since I played. <laughs> like, oh yeah, you got the the old man reflexes now. Well, it's not even that. It's like I just don't have any of the muscle memory that it's like I used to play a bunch. I knew you know I knew everything. I have to relearn it all. I never had good reflexes, so it's not like old man reflexes are fucking me up. It's more like just constant surprise, like, where did that guy even shoot me from? All these fucking new maps that are bad. Agency sucks. I hate agency. I hate assault. I hate militia. But I love office. And it's stuck in the fucking rotation. Why don't you just find a server that plays exclusively that? I'm lazy. <laughs> like, Counter-Strike's one of the, If you think about it, right, like, oh, at this point, almost all games have, like, you know, like, public unified matchmaking. Counter-Strike's like an old holdover from a, you can go find a server you like and just play on it. Like, you should be taking advantage of that. Yeah, I should, but Supreme Laziness. The, um... This is why central matchmaking is a thing. Because of lazy assholes like me? Yes. Yes, exactly. I mean, to be fair, I'm pretty much the edge case for almost everything in game design. Where, like... 
yeah, it's your you're casually minded, but you're good enough at the game that you can also play seriously. You could do great things, but you're too lazy to do it. You're also very very good at like finding edge cases, even though it it's it, it, like zero or one hundred in everything, and not in ways that would make sense. No, no of course not. There's like a do you have any do you have an unskippable cutscene? I will uninstall your game, right? Mandatory serial uninstalled. I cannot I cannot abide these things to live. I'm sure there's a lot of really good games that I have essentially chucked out a window. It's just, it's an unforgiving. Then, but then I think anyone who could make a good game would have to have the, like, base level knowledge that unskippable anything is a terrible idea. Okay, so here's, a, I think I talked about this, like, last time, but, like, Fire Emblem Three Houses, even the, the 3DS Fire Emblems, but, like, they've got that skip thing down perfect. They understand that People like these games just for the grind. So if you press start during anything, it just skips it. If like if it's during an like a battle, just press start, it just skips the battle. It resolves it all. You'll see the numbers afterwards, but like it just skips it. If you press start during an enemy turn, skips the entire enemy turn. You don't even have to skip the individual battles. And like you think like, oh but what if you miss something important, like a character dying? It unpauses the skip to show you if one of your characters dies, so you know to like press reset. Like they cutscenes all skippable, everything skippable. That that's the way everything should be. Yes, like imagine if Pokemon was just like you could just press start during a, a turn and it would just skip right to the end of the turn. Oh my god! Oh my god! Like scratching you just, my heaven. Yeah, you could just press start and just skip through everything, and then bam, battles would take all of twenty seconds. There's like those fucking games where it's uh, you press skip. On a cutscene, and then it plays a separate cutscene. There's like three in a row. Oh, it skips to the next cutscene. Yeah. Yep. So Guy Quest actually had that at first because this cutscene skip was just very rudimentary. It was just like, okay, end the current cutscene. And I think it was you who complained about that. And there actually was an edge case put in for like, if you skip in this cutscene, jump right to here. If you're skipping this cutscene, because like, if I know it's going to be, a, there's two cutscenes in a row. The skip in the first is set to jump directly to the end of the second, not to. Just skip the cutscene. And uh, it worked out nicely. See? The edge cases are good for something. I may play like a monster out of this every now and then I'm, I'm on to something. Now if only the rest of the world can figure this out. Yeah. So let's see. What's some other unlocking things? Because there's got to be a lot of... Yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah, Pokemon yeah, having to play the game to unlock to the end. What was it? Like, having to unlock, basically, the end of Pokemon. Oh, like, right, to, right, get, like, to actually play online, you have to go through play through the entire garbage game. Sword and Shield are such bad games. Imagine a Pokemon game that cost 50% more than a game with very little, but had 50% less content. Sword and Shield have significantly fewer Pokemon than the 3DS games, and they cost 50% more. And then all the Pokemon cut are being sold back as DLC. That doesn't sound like Nintendo to me. No, it's Game Freak. But like, yeah, no, just... they've 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 fully embraced like the ultra cancer of cut content and then sell it back as DLC. I st I still can't imagine Nintendo allowing that. Uh, I mean, Pokemon, well, so two things. One, the current president of Nintendo, he, uh, 
he like came up through the Pokemon company. He was like the chief marketer or something in Oh, so TPC. he doesn't feel like He's... he can say no to them? I mean, it could be that, like a one of those weird Japanese like honor things. Like, well, I can't say no to, you know, my well, former I mean, whatever. I could, very, I could see an American doing the same thing. I mean, yeah, but like it's bigger over there. Also, I mean, he was in their marketing department. So like... Yeah, he's not like remember Awada. He started as like a game programmer. Like he played games, he made games. This guy was like in marketing and advertisement. He just sees dollar signs. It's oh, you mean we can take this game and then just cut part of it and sell it back? And because we know it's the biggest multimedia franchise in the world, they have to buy it. Okay. I still want to believe the blessed Nintendo, but that's coming for someone who hasn't bought a Nintendo thing since like the DS. Which, it's weird, like, you say that, like, I, I still think of the DS as being, like, relatively recent. DS is, like, 15 years old. Yeah, it's, I mean, I don't mind in in the first college. I thought you won it in a tournament. No, I, you were with me, where we almost didn't buy it from that guy, because he said he played Alliance. Oh, yeah! Because I had to buy one for Christina. Yeah, I remember that now. And, then, yeah, the dude was wearing a Quest Giver hat. And we're like, oh, we play WoW. What do you play? He's like, oh, I'm like a human whatever. Like, oh, oh, you're one of them. I really, I really wish we'd committed on that. But I had to get that stupid DS. And now I have three. I don't know what I'm going to have. Yeah, I mean, I've got a... I have my original DS Fat. I have my brother's DS Fat, because I guess... I don't even remember how I got that. I have Becky's DS Lite. I have my first 3DS, which is technically the next system anyways. And then the B button on that died. And it didn't die in like a way that was fixable. It died in like the motherboard. So I ended up buying a new 3DS. I have my DS Lite that I bought. I have someone's DS Fat that... I think someone moved out of my friend's apartment and left it behind... So they left. So they brought it to my apartment and left it behind there. So it just became mine. Um, I've never used it. I keep loaning it to people and hoping and like hoping they don't bring it back, and then they bring it back. Here you go, friend. Yeah, and then I have a 3DS that I never use because no one wants to play Monster Hunter with me. I should just buy Monster Hunter World, but I know no one will play that with me either. You should play Monster Hunter. It's like Pokemon, only with murder. There's another unlocking game. I, like, that's the, I can't think of... I mean, I guess actually Monster Hunter technically, because you have to kill monsters to farm new materials to get new items to fight new Oh, here's, here's a good example of unlocking. I didn't get the new Animal Crossing, because like, I played one Animal Crossing, and I feel like they're basically all the same. But you like, want to be in the zeitgeist? Exactly. My, my apartment is going nuts for the Animal Crossing. Yeah, well, uh, apparently... It's Yeah, well, apparently, like... You know, people are complaining about the time travelers, but now a bunch of it's like tied to having to be online and connected to Nintendo in order to get it. So it's like, yeah, like th that's. I feel like that's stupid. If people want to turn their games forward and unlock things, like who cares? It's a single player game. Uh, it's not really a single player game anymore. It's like a it's a weird like MMO players. with a couple person couple people like who, who cares does someone else getting something unlocked uh early affect your game i well i'm thinking more of just like 
when you go to visit their town like a day after the game came out and it's like fully terraformed and developed yeah where like the the conflict between your game state and their game state if they like are in a different time i mean so they can trade you some items early no no i know i just i mean like if you go to an island and it's 100 years in the future does it accidentally turn your game 100 years in the future no no i'm just saying like from a standpoint of why I would might not allow that, I'm not justifying not allowing. I'm just saying there, there there are arguable reasons that it might not be a great idea. Like if I was making this game by myself, I probably wouldn't allow that, right? Um, for like pretty much that exact reason, I wouldn't like if I was working by myself. I wouldn't trust that I tested everything well enough to take that chance. Well, I mean. Because in one because you don't want one person capable of ruining everyone else's game. Presumably, they made sure that people who time travel aren't going to hurt anyone else. At most, it would just mean they can unlock a different chair earlier. No, yeah, I have no defense for this. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, overall, I think unlocking things is very fun. But, like, assuming it's not something that's, like, PvP-related, like, oh, you unlocked... Like, if it was something like, oh, geez, you unlocked a like playable character that's not supposed to be out yet sooner. Like, yeah, that's broken, but, like, you know what I mean? Well, but, but I mean, in that circumstance, in, like, a PvP stance, there shouldn't be things that are just fundamentally better. Like, that's stupid. And, like, well, you're never going like to... Where it's like, oh, the higher-level guns are just better? Well, I mean, yeah, you're never going to 100% perfect balance something. No, but, like... I mean, like, some things are better than others, but just, like... This is gun A, it does 1 damage. This is gun B, it does 10 damage. But this gun unlocks at level 30. Like, that's dumb, right? Only that's just dumb for, like, the grindy thing. Like, Splatoon did that, where that was, like, kind of the reason why I just kind of got bored with the game. It's like, oh, I need to play online a lot in order to get the best stuff and get the best gear. It's, like, to the point where it's like, oh, you just get gear with more affixes and more stats just for playing more. Yeah, and, you see, and it's still like vaguely random, and you have to like hope yeah, that you're getting what you want. Yeah, and it's like there was ways you could like pay to re-roll stuff, which meant grinding currency, and it's like, well, that's not fun. I just want to play. Now, obviously, clearly it was fun to 15 million other people, but... I mean, it's, it's a very fun game in isolation, right? But yeah, it's that exact element of it also kind of... Because it, it counterintuitively ended up boring me out of it. Because it was just like constantly getting new things that are kind of meaningless. It's like, this isn't changing, right? I'm still just using the paint roller. Because paint roller, best roller. But like, oh look, I unlocked a new hat that does a slightly different thing in a slightly different way. So it's like sort of a side grade, but kind of meaningless in the long run. So I just like keep playing without changing anything. And then suddenly I've played like 40 matches the exact same loadout. I actually I liked the the gun where you could pop the shield on yourself. That's not I, um, that's not part of the gun. That's your like a see if you like well, your super your special. Yeah, but I thought that was like your gun was what determined your super. No, right. That's one of the things you can get like different guns can have different supers. It's like one of the things that gets equipped to it. I think. Oh. Yeah. I'll show how much I played because I got bored with it. Also, if you bring a gun, you're doing it wrong. The paint roller is the only way to play. 
I like that shield, okay? Like, yeah, well, you can get that shield with the... Actually, I don't even know. I haven't played it enough to... Yeah, like, this is the... because it's the game where you have to unlock everything, and so wait. Right, but if it was optional, I'd probably... Pro like, if it was optional, I would probably have played it a lot longer. Even though... technically nothing has changed. <laughs> right, because, like... Because then I'm choosing to engage with it, it's not forcing me to engage with it. Yeah, unlocking stuff sucks. Yeah, uh, now that I really think about it, like... No one messaged you. You're recording a podcast, damn it. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. In just a second, I'm in a Skype call. All right. Um, well, I, I think our... Yeah, actually, like... Firm, the, and this shall go down in law, that ultimate is better than melee, and unlocking stuff is bad. No one do either of these things. Yeah, actually, you know, I think this is one of the rare cases where we are... 100% on the same wavelength that we just agree and there's nothing to argue about. Yeah, that's shocking. I've known yeah. for over 10 years. That's never happened. Yeah, like, it's, like, the, we usually be close, but, like, there'll be, like, little things like, well, I disagree about this, and then we go back and forth for 30 minutes over that one little thing. No, it's just, like, I wanted to say, like, unlocking is fun, and, like, it is fun, but it shouldn't be mandatory. It's annoying. If people don't want to unlock, don't make them unlock. I hate unlocking things. I'm an old man, I have very little free time, I don't want to unlock stuff. Unless it's fun, then I'll unlock it myself, but you shouldn't force me to unlock it. Let me unlock it if it's fun. Next time on the Dan and Guy Power Hour, we discuss how almost all 3D games are actually 2D games. Ooh-wee. What's Guy up to? That's going to be a controversial opinion. Uh-oh. Find out next time.